Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's talk time. Love boats here. Do we have Shidano? Shidano. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Just us. So you mean we just stopped for a moment just for the super cross talk? Just us kids. Just to, to play that, and now here we are. And now here we are. Same guys. Yeah. Hey, Cap, let me ask you a question I asked Mason about 10 minutes ago. Okay, and then I want to say something to you. Okay. okay. Good. Why do you think it is that when Robert Sarver and Donald Sterling and other owners in the NBA did something stupid that players across the league spoke up about it, yet when Kyrie does it, not one player has said a word. Why? Oh, gosh. Should I say what I want to say, or should I just really watch my mouth? Well, it's, I mean... It's super crosstalk. Say what you want to say. I would choose your words carefully, yeah, but, but say, be, what you yeah, say. say what you want to say. Okay. Uh, the demographics of ownership versus the demographics of players. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Look what the, the thought of who these guys are and how dare they say these things. It was offensive. And they lost their teams over saying stupid things, terrible things. But when Kyrie Irving says something terrible and stupid, and Shaquille O'Neal goes on national TV and says, we're all having to sit here and answer for this idiot. And, and the whole NBA kind of has the, the, the Kyrie black cloud over it. Mm-hmm. it. It amazes me that more people aren't not only just offended, but that the league itself doesn't say, this is bad for us. Why are we allowing this to happen? Like, why don't we prove that there's consequences to this kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah I mean, and that, well, that's what Charles Barkley said the other day. He said, that the, 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 he goes, if the NBA does anything now, it's too late because it looks like they're reacting to the yeah. backlash. Yeah. But what Cap, what's interesting about this is former players who certainly fit into the demographics you're talking about, are all criticizing him. Shaq criticized him. Barkley criticized him. Reggie, Reggie Miller criticized Miller. him. I heard Steve Kerr came out today and criticized him. It's current active players won't do it. Yeah, he's he's really, um, he's making, I believe, and this is what Shaquille O'Neal believes, that he's making the league and the former players, and, and maybe the current players as well, look bad. You know? Um, and they all feel like they have to like answer for it. I don't know why the current players aren't saying anything. Maybe they don't want to get involved. I, look, to maybe me, it's because they're in a union and you don't. I mean, I I don't know. I I'll mean, wrong is wrong. Guys. Listen, the, when when everything happened two years ago in the bubble, the mm-hmm. NBA could not have been more supportive of Black Lives Matter yep. and social injustice. And so, I mean, they the NBA really led pro sports with that messaging. And guys like LeBron and guys like Chris Paul and guy leaders in the league. Could it be as simple as this? When something happens on ESPN, we are often told to shut up about it. If somebody that works for our company steps afoul, we'll get a note from Amanda and she'll say, look, we're not touching this, even though outside people will. Is it as simple as that? They don't want to bite one of their own? 
I don't think that's what it is. I, I really think it's that there's just nobody who cares about anti-Semitism. Meaning, really? Yeah. Well, me- no, and you say of, that. And you, well, wait, care. Cap, you say that as somebody who's Jewish, right? Right. What I'm, yeah. what I'm saying is, is that during the Black Lives Matter movement, we all heard, hey, this is a league that is made up primarily of African-Americans. This is a really important issue to these guys. Well, there aren't a whole bunch of the Hebrew brothers running around playing ball. Right. You yeah, know? I never thought and, of that. And I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know how many owners, because um, you mentioned Sarver and you mentioned Sterling. Both those guys were, were Jewish. I mean, I'm looking for, I, I haven't really like surveyed the entire NBA ownership, right. but as I think about it, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, you know, where th- the person who should really be offended is Adam Silver, the commissioner. Sure. You know, but I just don't Adam think Adam that- came out with a statement today that almost seems like he made it to keep people at bay. Like it was, he said stuff, but didn't re- Although he also says he's going to meet with Kyrie. Yeah, he said that this is unacceptable and I'm going to meet with Kyrie in person. Yeah. Well, and why Kyrie, hasn't that happened yet? Yeah, and Kyrie is going to donate $500,000 and everybody's going to go, okay, it's fine. You see, all I'm getting at is there's not the backlash for anti-Semitism that there is for yeah. race. Okay. And that and that's unfortunate. And by the way, especially right now, game. Cappy, between... Kanye, who's, you know, come out as like the biggest anti-Semite around and Kyrie, who's elevating this particular anti-Semitic movie. It anti-Semitism is sadly it's it's on the rise. And you're right. People aren't speaking out enough. And you know what? I heard Jay Williams today Mm -hmm. on uh, first take. He's like, well, why aren't we blaming Jeff Bezos and, and Amazon? And I'm like, "Okay, I mean, it would be nice if Amazon chose not to put this on their platform it it would be it would be nice if they chose not to do that on the other hand why are we blaming the platform why aren't we going further back and blaming the filmmakers themselves why put this kind of content out there how far how far do we take what was the thing you wanted to ask us no i wanted to tell you something john yes john i thought your call last night at the end of the uh, at the end of regulation the matt ryan three yeah. I thought it was awesome, dude. Yeah, was I was one. jumping out of my that, chair. That was genuine surprise. And I'll tell you why, Cap. We talked about it in the other crosstalk. I am befuddled. I mean, stupefied. That New Orleans. Two good words. That New Orleans. Back to back. Defended that play the way they did. Think about this for a second. 1.3 seconds remain. The score is 111 108. Pelicans up by three. Cap, I watched this unfold before me, and I still can't believe they did it. The Lakers come out of the huddle, and the first thing you notice is that Matt Ryan, whose sole purpose on the Lakers is to shoot threes, has been placed into the game where he hasn't played in several minutes. He's been sitting on the bench for half an hour, and Matt Ryan's in the game. So now, obviously, the Lakers only have one thing that will send the game to overtime, and that is they can somehow find a way to get a three. All five Lakers go and stand in inside the three-point line and all five pelican defenders go with them all five of them and i'm saying to michael wait a minute if if those guys go inside the three-point line don't even worry about them don't guard them two points doesn't hurt you the second they step outside of the line is when you got to lock them up instead they all bunched up in the middle of the paint Anthony Davis set a screen. They did kind of this mad scramble that confused the Pelicans' defense. And there's Matt Ryan standing at the three-point line with no one on him. And they let him get the shot off. There were so many things they could have done differently. One, don't guard the two-point area at all. Two, 
tell the officials, whoever catches this ball, we're going to wrap them up. Yep. We're going to foul, foul them on them. purpose. That's two shots. They can't get three shots for that. That's yep. only two. They didn't do that. They did stick to your man, play man-to-man defense. So when Anthony Davis came over to set the screen on Trey Murphy, who was guarding Matt Ryan, Murphy was a step late. And Matt Ryan, whose sole purpose was to catch and shoot it, did exactly that. Here's Austin Reeves to bring it in. With the game on the line, he throws it cross court. Matt Ryan's three. I thought that oh, was great call. Oh, I dude, thought I wish that you would have let it go. I but, thought that was just egregious on how New Orleans defended that. Cap, did you did you think about any of that when you watched it? None of it. I didn't think <laughs> of any of that. Not one part of what you just said did I think about. That was amazing. As you were talking about it and you were breaking it down and you were telling Michael, you know, why would they I'm thinking to myself, are you like, wow, you're seeing this in real time. I was so blown away that the free throws were missed prior to the possession. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then to see Austin Reeves make what is a perfect pass. And when Ryan catches the ball, it looks like he looks down to make sure he's behind the three-point line and inbounds. And then to fall off to the right the way he did and nail that shot. And then here's my favorite part. Russell Westbrook on the bench, Mm -hmm. not pouting, not upset that he wasn't part of the end of regulation or overtime, screaming, scream, and by the way, it was pre-overtime, screaming his head off that that Ryan had just knocked that shot down. Did you guys notice Russ's reaction? I didn't. Yeah, it was great. Oh my God, you got, Mace, you got to watch Russ's reaction because it all happens right in front of him. He almost catches the pass. And when the, when the shot drops, Russ loses it. He's not sitting there pouting like, I'm not playing. How come I'm not in the game? He's like, let's freaking go. He's screaming, dude. You got to see it. Yeah, and here's the other thing, Cap, that bugged me about that game last night. And it was a great win, the most exciting game of the year. Uh, The crowd was great. The Lakers, Westbrook, when he played, was great. I mean, it was just a really fun night. With about four minutes to go, Lonnie Walker goes flying down the lane and does this thunder dunk. Crazy dunk. Lonnie Walker was great. He was the leading scorer in the game, 28 points, played really well. Immediately, New Orleans, I think he put the Lakers up too. New Orleans inbounds the ball and they're fast breaking the other way and we get a whistle. And it's the official calling a technical foul on the Lakers bench bench for celebrating. Right. It was officials, I've said this in any sport. I've been around sports for 40 years. In any sport, a good official manages the game. All right? By the book, did the Lakers celebrate excessively? Maybe a couple guys bled onto the court? Probably. Should that have been a time to blow the whistle, call a technical foul, stop the New Orleans fast break, and affect a score of a game that was close? Hell no. Right. You can't do that. And I hope the NBA looks at that and says, all right, we know it's a point of emphasis. We want the benches to calm down, but maybe not in a tie game with four minutes to go when the action's on the other end of the court. Yep. Yep. It just was a really bad officiated official's yep. call. It was hey, just Hey John, let me let me ask you this question. Because last night to me, two guys obviously, you know, really stood out. Lonnie Walker, obviously, right? I mean, the guy was nine for seventeen from the field, twenty eight points, blah, blah, blah. Troy Brown Jr., also a big night. These two guys, check me on this, because I had to start researching and looking at some some background into these guys. Right. 
I mean, these guys were like superstar high school players. I'm talking like, you know, McDonald's All-American caliber players. As I can recall, they're like one-and-done kinds of guys, right? Like one kid, uh, Brown went to Oregon. uh, Walker went to Miami. And these guys are only like 23 years old. So it's kind of like where THT was. He was super young and we didn't really see. But these guys, they're up and coming, don't you think? But Walker's been really consistent here in the in the first seven games. Brown Jr. has not been as consistent. Well, remember he, really he was hurt. He didn't night. play very much in the preseason. Troy Brown's in there for defense. Um, he's a good defender. He's active. He makes, he rebounds well. Uh Troy Brown was buried in Chicago. Lonnie Walker was buried in San Antonio. These are guys, this is the classic. They're getting an opportunity. Can I just uh, applaud Cappy for actually researching these guys? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean it was only it only it. took it took seven games, George, for me to like say, you know, I better look these guys up. I but, mean, when we when they acquired them, I literally said to you what they who they were and what they did. It goes to show how much you listen to me when we're no, actually. No, but it was talking. months, it was months ago. You know, I hadn't seen them play. Now that I'm actually watching these guys play. When I see Lonnie Walker last night with these monster dunks, with he had big he had moments shots. in San Antonio though. It just was you know there yeah. was a lot of young guys, so they were rotating a lot of guys. Sedano, you've worked a bunch of these games like I have. Yeah. Why, why, why do teams that and I know I've brought this up with you before, but it's my pet peeve: teams that are up three. Yeah, why are they not? Why are just they defend defending the, the two pointer? Yeah, I let don't him score. Get it? Yeah. Who cares? Why, yeah. How does this keep happening? Yeah, I, I don't get it at all. I mean, um, we'll take I, it. I'm a Laker fan. We'll I, take it. I, I was in Portland last night, um, so I was able to watch the Lakers. You know, the the shortened version of it, uh, whatever that they run during the day. Um, but last night in Portland, something well, not exactly that like that happened, but. Um, the Grizzlies had like a comfortable lead, John, and the only thing they couldn't give up was a four-point play. And of course, what does the guy do? He contests. They're up four. Like it was like he contests the shot, and I was like, "Why are you contesting that? Just let him shoot the three. There's six seconds left. What's wrong with you? Yeah, like I, I don't understand this. Some guys just have brain farts. Out well, there. I think, but part of it is instinct, right? Part of it is I spent my whole career making sure I am covering my guy, and even though the coach said. You know, only a three can kill. I still, that instinct takes over, and they're in the wrong place. Yeah, I, mean, it, I guess. I, I, you're, you're, you're supposed to be coached wait, out of you. Is that all yeah. I get? I guess. I guess. I mean, I, oh, wow. I mean, John, you know, this. these guys get coached on those things all the time. Like, it's not like a small thing. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand how you can do that. Me I, either. I, it just, all you had to do was defend the three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The two point or make air, a free throw. The, the two, right. Well, that was. But well, that the, was the, it. That yeah. ship had yeah. sailed, Cap. Yeah. 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 That kid's a rookie. That kid from Australia, the rookie that missed those two free throws. Dyson gonna, Daniels. It's, yeah, it's going to be a good player. They like him. Yeah. Um, but he just, you know, it's a tough situation, and he missed yeah. two free throws. But the other thing I commented on George right before you came on is I, I thought that the official calling the excessive celebration in a one point game. Oh come minutes on. To go I, was really yeah. Bad. That was also kind of ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no, you you nailed it. I heard you earlier when I was driving from the airport. Um, you, I mean, the Lakers got like four or five breaks down the stretch very and they lucky. capitalized on it, but they did get some breaks. Yep. Very, very lucky. As John, as, uh, George Sedano would say, I guess <laughs> sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. That's there what I say too. Story of my career. Yeah. By the, by the way. way, I apologize for the tardiness I had. So this is the most ridiculous thing ever. So I have this car, right? This, uh, you know, the Mustang Mach-E. It's a great car. Love nice. the car. Yeah. So it gets a dent on it. Like I, I see that uh, there's a dent sucks. on the bottom spoiler, right? Yeah. And it, what, it, 
this is a small dent. Like, I'm like, eh, whatever. I'll get it fixed eventually. No big deal. So then after that, what ends up happening is, you know, everybody, all these new cars now have like uh, what they call auto collision sensors. You know, like right, if, right, if sure. you're too close, it starts beeping or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or uh, yes. sometimes it'll actually stop the car. Correct. Correct. Or you're out of your lane. All correct. Yeah. Correct. So this dent apparently like completely screwed up my auto collision sensors where they would not work. And I'm like, okay, great. So I took it into the dealer. The guy at the dealer tells me, all right, it's going to be like four or five days, maybe a week max. I'm like, all right, no big deal. He's like, are you going to use insurance? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Here's my, the Geico guy, like whatever. I called the adjuster. They're, they're all on it. And the dealer, it took three weeks mm. to get my car back from the dealer. And by the way, then they tell me, oh, we don't do body work. So the actual bumper, you got to take it to a body shop. I guess you won't be doing an endorsement. Wait a second. So you mean to tell me you got the car back three weeks later and it wasn't fixed? Only thing was fixed was the sensors. The bracket where the sensor, because apparently where the dent was ruined the bracket that held the sensors Mm. in place. So they had to replace all the sensors. I don't know. I guess that's why they had to replace the sensors and then replace the bracket. And they still didn't fix the spoiler. Uh, So there's still a dent. Right, so I, that's where I was just now. I picked it up at the at the dealership, took it to the body shop, and the guy's like, "Yeah, we can we can like start fixing it on Monday." Wow, and I'm like, I applaud you. Crazy. I, I applaud you. Yeah, I told this story yesterday, and I know you guys got to go, but I, and George, I'll I'll set you up with this for the start of our show. I'm too cheap to get my cars even fixed, and they're broken, <laughs> and they and they I'm too cheap. Number one. And number two, I but you have I've insurance. Con- I've, I know, but I've convinced myself I don't have time to deal with it. Just leave it oh. at that. You know, you know how I get. Okay. My, uh, I, I can just tell you, my check engine light has been on for six months. Oh, <laughs> people like you drive me crazy. Oh my God! Yeah, Mace, I could not do that. I That's nice. If my wife, what's the guy's name? I got it, Mace. If, if if my wife's check engine light's on and she doesn't tell me, I'm, I'm I don't talk to her for the rest I'm, of the day. Mace, oh my God! I get I'm it, with Mace. You. Mace, yeah. who's Ma- got time to go get your check Mace, engine light? Check? What's the guy's name that gives you all the cars? What's his name? Uh, John Patterson at yeah. o- OC Mazda. Great, yeah. Why don't you just take it to him? The honest answer to that, Sedano, is because John is in Orange County and Mason doesn't want to drive that (laughs) far. It's true. Yeah. Can we? Can we? By the way, can we make fun of Cap for saying that he was going to go to a uh, a liquor store? What did you say when you were going to buy the lottery? What kind of liquor store were you going to buy it at? Well, I was going to go to a tough part of town. You know, a tough part. You went to Mar Vista. Mar Vista? There's a, yeah. The houses there start at like $2 million. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. <laughs> you That's not where I went. Mar Vista thinking you were... Because I think there is something to that, by the way. There's a, a liquor store in Hawthorne where people yeah. line up because they've had a couple of jackpots there. But no, Mar Vista is not... That's close to that me. That is That's not, not accurate, the area. That is not accurate. Now, okay, the name okay, of the store... Own. That is not accurate. The name of the store <laughs> was Mar Vista. Oh, Okay. The neighborhood. Bro, that thing that thing looked like it was like in like that thing looked like that gas station or liquor store wherever you were at looked like it would have been literally in Ireland's, Ireland's enclave like and, inside the gates. And by the way, like nobody, it's that nice. nobody won, right? It's 1.5 no, 1. billion. No, 1.5. Yep. Yeah. And you know well, what I, I did? Bring I went, it on. I went, I'm going to go buy tickets. I went back to the same place today. Back well, to you know what I, what I'm hoping for? I told Cappy this. I'm hoping for that it, it keeps going until I have to go to Arizona again because Arizona is one of those anonymous states. Yeah. And then if I win, I'll still come to work. 
When is the next? So that guys, you aren't. You guys aren't on my set. When's the next drawing? <laughs> not on your set. Saturday night, right? Saturday is <laughs> yeah, Saturday. Saturday is the next super blockbuster. Really, it's not Friday. It? Really? Yeah. No, oh, it could be Friday. I just made that up. No, no. I don't Monday, know. Wednesdays, and Saturdays for power. Monday, oh, really? Saturdays. Okay. Uh, hey, that's it for us. Couple of bonus minutes there. Uh, Sedano, we are working on a fantasy basketball trade. Maybe we can get. Yeah, to that you and I. We'll tomorrow. figure it out. We're going to work yeah. it out. Yeah. Uh, coming up next for you. Tons of stupidity. Lots of Cappy. Lots of Sedano. We're back tomorrow at 1 for an Effort Friday here on 710 It Friday ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, come on! Ba-da-bop. Ba-da-boop. Ba-da-boop. You okay, man? You were fiery at the end of the show the other day. Because you guys like just didn't really get where I was going, you know? And then you guys I mean, were we all don't trying get to you, shut clearly. everything down yeah. and all yeah. the judgment. You know, I can't deal with it. We weren't judging. We were just trying to help you, but you felt like it was judgy. Very. That's you. You always feel like when people are trying to, you know, lend you a hand that they're trying to judge you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that really the case? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Felt like you guys were very judgy. Mm-mm. Yeah. I would say, look at that man in the mirror. I'm mm-hmm. starting with the man in the mirror. Uh, uh. Cap, sometimes we just want to try and like help prevent you from putting your foot in your mouth. That's all. That's really very sweet of you, and I do appreciate that. Thank you so much. And there you go. listen, the reality of the situation is, in no, a no, no. You hour- know what it was that Tell day. Me. You came across as un malagradecido. Bingo. No, I disagree. I totally see. You, you see, you're wrong. How? See, here's how. I don't know. What I that means, so I was going to say that the price tag of the scarf, which, by the way, just want to let everybody know, yeah. I'm rocking this mofo right now. I am wearing this thing as we speak, and I'm going to tell you something right now. The back of my neck is so nice and warm right now. feels yeah. so freaking good, you have no idea. Yeah. Do you know what a malagradecido is? Yes, I do. What's really? That? Yes. What? It sounds like somebody who's not grateful. Yeah. Wow, look at you. It's an ingrate. Yes. Yes. See, that's not the case. What I was going to do was... Look at you. Now, did you deduce that based on just like the words and like with, like how they sounded? Yeah, there was a word that you used at the back end. Malagradecido. Gradecido. When I heard gradecido, I went, George is telling me that I'm going to be an ingrate. Yeah. Not the case. 
I like how you're deducing. We're making you smarter every day. You're like looking up guys like who are no. like, you know, 24 year olds in the NBA who've only been, you know, having a cup of coffee. You know, you're, you're learning Spanish. Like, look, what have we done to you? I don't know. Lately, I don't know. Something's going on with me in the last like maybe two weeks or so. Mm-hmm. I'm so much smarter and I'm usually really smart. Okay. I mean, I, mean, I don't know about that. I, okay. Maybe, you know, maybe I only think I'm kind of smart. But right. the thing is, is lately I've been feeling much smarter and I don't know what it is. I'm not taking any new supplements. I haven't really changed my diet or my exercise regimen. Something in the last two weeks has made me feel and be smarter than normal. Very clear minded. Okay. All of a sudden. Uh, Are you still Mm. not smoking weed? No, I'm back on it. Yep. That's what I was going to say. He's back on the weed. Back, back on. Yeah. Maybe that's it. You ever think of that? Maybe. Anyway, I'm rocking this scarf. The bottom line was the scarf still had a price tag on it, and I was going to tell everybody what it costs because I don't really know what a scarf costs when I go to a soccer match. Do you guys? I had an idea, Mm and I didn't have mine in front of me, and when I went home, I realized I was about $5 off. Really? Higher or lower? Uh, Lower. See, I actually thought this was a really well-priced piece of merch. Well, again, Cap, I think the way that it was, you know, when you're in like court and they say you're leading the witness, mm-hmm. it sounded like the way that you were phrasing it, it sounded like you were leading in a direction that was going to come from one of neg- negative or, you know what I mean? Shame. I don't know how to phrase, I don't know how to phrase it. So we it were coming, trying to prevent coming, that. Yeah, it was coming from a place of positivity. Wow, this is much less expensive than I would have expected. Well, if you would have led with that, we would have been like, awesome. No. You gotta That's play it out Cap. a little bit, Lindsay Baseball. I know, all. Cap, but sometimes again, we just try and like save you from yourself. Well, in a three hour show. To don't come across, we didn't want you to come across as a malagradecido. No, I'm not a malagradecido. And uh, I'll just say this in a three hour show today, being mm-hmm. full three hours, mm-hmm. there's probably going to be four or five times, Lindsay, that I'm going to need you to help me out where you try and stop me from putting my foot in my mouth because it's going to happen four or five times today because that's kind of on average. It's about 1.35 per hour. Are you being sarcastic or are you being serious? Because I honestly truly think that. Yeah, no, I'm being dead serious. Help a brother out. I mean, I remember Mace, like there's been a few times where like we got into like heated discussions and arguments during our little prep calls about things that we, I would be like, you can't say that. (laughs) And then after the fact, you'd be like, you're right. I'm glad I didn't say that. I'm glad you said something. (laughs) See, so help me out. But in this particular instance, I was about to be all positive. And we you made you as, refined is basically what Lindsay said. Nah, I don't know about that. I mean, we can't be like 10 for 10 all the time. We had a pretty good batting average. She basically said you were two buck Chuck and now we've made you Camus. Come on. It's, it was not that far. I didn't say of that. A, of, I, yeah, she, that. Right, I mean, I said that. actually. <laughs> She's like, Camus, what, what are you talking about? Two buck Chuck, what's that? I'm not, no, no, I'm I know what that is because I bought Michael Thompson a bottle of Camus for And I think I bought George one. For Christmas. Oh, not, no, no two buck chuck. And Cappy gave me one. No, you gave me a prisoner, which is just, which is also very Okay, good. yeah, that's what uh, uh, Morales said you liked. And I gave you the LeBron, I think the LeBron tequila. Yes, Cappy. the LeBron tequila. Los yes. Lobos. Yes, loved it, as a matter of fact. Is it Los Gracias. Lobos? No, that's a band. It's Lobos, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Los Lobos sang uh, La Bamba. Yeah, yeah. They sing more than just that song, but yeah. They almost came out with like a new tequila, I feel like. Like recently. Lobos? Yeah. yeah. Like a new, I'm only a, a tequila version. mandala person. So. In the meantime, speaking of LeBron. Yeah. Uh, 
Can I just say it? I mean, I'm just going to say it. I, I, Go ahead, I, say it. I, I mean, I don't know if it's the right thing I already to say. Saw, if this is what you tweeted yesterday, I mean, the community already saw it. So. I know a lot of people aren't going to be happy about it, but hey, LeBron, listen. Okay, oh, here we go. I'm conflicted. Okay, Why are you LeBron? Conflicted? Yeah. I am conflicted. Mm-hmm. Because on one hand, on one hand, I'm going to live and die with LeBron. Yeah, no, you're not. But no, LeBron, I am. Because, yeah, because sure. he, he's the guy that you've invested all of your money in, mm-hmm. he's the guy that you've let run your organization. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, the guy who's going to take the last shot, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to live and die with LeBron. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, mm-hmm. let's just say you're having a really off night, mm-hmm. but you're doing a great job of driving in the paint and muscling to the basket and you know creating opportunities for other dudes. Yeah. Hey, LeBron, there are certain nights where you should probably just stop shooting. Last night was one of them. I mean, is that yeah. fair or is that I mean, too harsh? I mean, I don't know. Listen, let me say something to you. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Do you know what the first thing that happens when players get older in that in that sport? Do you know what the uh, first thing that happens to their offensive game? Tell me. They start shooting from further and further away. Do you want to know why? And that's it. His, you can go look at any any of them. Kobe, Michael, LeBron, whoever you want, okay? okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever player you want. Pick the player, particularly a perimeter player. Mm-hmm. You pick any of them, they're all shooting from further and further away as their career goes. You know why? A, my, my guess is, is because they're tired. Well, for sure, that. A, they're they're physically beat up over the years, right? B, they're old-er, right? C, they are also not as agile or fast as they once were because they're older. All those things are the reason these guys, all as they age, start to shoot further and further away from the basket. Because there was that one shot late in the game. I think there's about a minute and change to go where LeBron shot one that was kind of by the boundary, but way, way beyond the three-point line that hit the front of the rim, and it's like, LeBron, dude, I mean, in the last, I would say, two or three minutes of the game, he must have missed like six straight shots. There are just certain nights where you're not on. So create opportunities for other guys because you're that good that you can do that. So you're going to tell me the guy who's averaging like eight assists a game isn't creating enough opportunities for guys? I'm saying that he should know that when he's off, it's time to not shoot from way out deep like that. I feel like historically, and Lindsey would know better than me, like he's got a pretty good idea. Like it's not like LeBron has ever really been known as like a ball hog. Yeah, and I think... I'm not calling him a ball hog. I think in this case, A, he was sick. He said he had been in, he hadn't gotten out of bed since Sunday. All the more reason. And to- B, I feel like he also is not on one of those teams where like, you know, he kind of has to do it. You know, he kind of has to. Be well, the that's one to why shoot. I'm saying. On one hand, it's like, dude, don't shoot the ball when you're off the way you are. And on the other hand, I'll live and die with LeBron because that's who you've entrusted the team with. So you're you're also talking out of both sides of your mouth. Well, 100. percent There's two hands. Yeah. There's there's this hand and there's this hand. Right. These two hands are not together. Right. There's on this hand, and then there's on this hand. And then right. th- that's, those yeah. are two totally different things. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. A bird in the hand is two in the bush. Is that how the saying goes? I don't know. I do think <laughs> today is National right. Cliche Day, and we should try and see how many cliches we can use in a day. Oh, my God. And on a sports show, you can get a million of them in. All right, so that's that. Let's who's, Can somebody keep score? Because I can't yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, I'll keep All right, score. That's the first kind of cheesy cliche of the day. Do we want to do like some kind of sound effect when we come up with one? Like a ding is fine. Yeah, okay, okay. So a bird in a hand is, what? what is it? I thought it was a, a, bur- a bird in a hand is two in the bush or something. I don't <laughs> something know the like saying that. all that well, so I, I'm the I'll wrong Google person it. to ask. All right, yeah. so today is National Cliche Day, so if anybody yeah. wants to go into the circle of trust, because we're not on YouTube today, 
Looking yeah, I don't feel like being cliche. on YouTube, A, because I wasn't, I didn't know how, like, how close to the show I was going to get here. Yeah. And B, I'm also just really tired. I have really? not slept good in three days. So you don't look good? No, it's not that I don't look good. I look fine. Um, oh. I just, I'm not in the mood. I'm going to have resting bitch face today. So I'm not going to be in the <laughs> mood to do that on the network. I'm glad, I'm glad uh, you declined. YouTube. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah actually, I, I was glad you were I was glad you declined also because me, I'm always like, yes, I'll do it. Because I say, oh, yes no, to you're everything. always that. I, yeah, I can read I say the yes text. To Hold everything. on, let me find the text. It's because here it is. Where is it? Uh, yeah, it's like I'm probably saying something like, I'm in, count me in. Yeah. He, he, uh, Josh, I believe, was the one who texted us and said, hey, are y'all in for doing live streaming today? And you wrote, I am, like literally, like yeah, within like, thir- like n- it was like six seconds after he sent the text. I know, I have my phone. And then I hand. just simply responded, not today. Yeah, and when George said not today, I was like, oh, good job, George. And I didn't realize that you had resting bitch face, but I love that you have it. You haven't slept in two days. RBF, huh? Yeah. And um, I'll tell you why I haven't slept in two days. And also we can get more into the kind of the Lakers thing. Because I do think that there's... Clearly now, some positive momentum here. We have an actual win streak. Let's discuss that next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. And we can ride again. Oh, no. I want to rock with you all night. Dance with you. Sunrise. Rock with you all night. And rock the night away. Hey, 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 Yeah. What was that? That's a little Michael for you. Shum him on. doing a hey, Michael Jackson hey. mixed with like some sort of orgasmic Those thing. I thought you were like having a convulsion. Yeah. <laughs> you were like. <laughs> <laughs> really? There was a convulsion happening? That's what it sounded like. Hey, hey, hey. Never did I think someone could butcher Michael, but you know, here we are. There you go, Cappy. I mean, it's all you. All right, so looking for dumb cliches today in the circle of trust because today is National Cliche Day, and Lindsay gave us the first one of the day, something about a bird in the hand and two bushes in the other hand or something like that. Yeah, bird in the hand and two in the bush. Is worth two in the bush. Is worth two. Is, Is it worth two in the bush? That's what the, according to Google, it says. Okay. Two in the hand. No, no. Is, one in the hand is worth two in the bush. One in the hand. Is it because Royce Tony in the Circle of Trust is saying a bird in the hand is better than two in the bush? Yes, that's what it is. It's better. It's better. Right. Now let me consult my Google right. machine again. Right. The, <laughs> thing, bird, the, the bird in the hand, you have I that know, bird. How about this one? A birds of a feather flock together. Okay. There you go. More birds. Very nice. Right. But the bird in the hand. How about is whatever's better. good for the goose is good for the gander? Another good one. Very solid. Very, More very birds. good. This Keep has, going. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush because a bird in the hand is a sure thing. It's in your hand. You already have the bird. If you try to catch another, however, you risk losing the bird in your hand and also whatever it was you were trying to catch. Now you will have no bird in the hand and there's no guarantee that there will be two in the bush. Right. So why is it worth two in the bush? Why isn't it two in, one in the hand is better than two in the bush? Maybe it could just be both. 
having something for certain is better than the possibility of getting something better. A lot of people are in the circle of trust asking me to translate um, cliches in Spanish into English, mm-hmm. but I'm afraid that if I read what they've written in Espanol... That you may be I... something you shouldn't read? Correct. So, Laura, you want to have your finger on the dump button, or should I just not even do this? Here's another opportunity for you, Lindsay, to keep me from putting my foot in my mouth. Mm. What do you guys think? Should I do it in Espanol? Just do it. No, yeah. I'm reading the ones that are there. They're not bad. Oh, okay. All right. Like this one right here from Darth Navarro. Camarón que se duerme se lo lleva la corriente. Yeah. You guys get that? Yeah. Do you guys understand what I was the saying? The shrimp that falls asleep is uh, the one that gets taken by the current. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> what? <laughs> really? Is it like the same thing as the early bird gets the worm? No, it's just, you know, don't, don't, don't. Uh, basically, if I'm correct, it basically is a saying of like, um, if you're just kind of like falling asleep, you're just going to roll with the tide like you're not actually doing anything you know is the is the shrimp that falls asleep gets taken with the current a real thing because that's very funny in spanish it sounds way better that's, in spanish okay i was gonna say it's very it sounds how very did funny I, how did, did you really actually understand it the way i kind of said it in spanish? i mean I, I yeah i mean sort of yeah that's like the one we used the other day right dime quien dime con quien andas y te te digo quien eres, Camarón queso duerma se lo lleva en la corriente. No, you know what you sound like? You sound like a male Siri trying to say it in Spanish. Nah, that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> that's what a you sound like. <laughs> you sound like Camarón queso duerma se lo lleva. No, 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 no. Do it like you did lleva. it a second ago. No, 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 no. You did it like this. You said Camarón queso duerma se lo lleva la corriente. Like that's how Siri talks. <laughs> that's so. true. Like the oh guy that God, I have. Oh my God, George! I don't have the way you just anglicized that was so weird. Yeah. Camarón que se duerme se lo lleva la corriente. Right. <laughs> That's like a male Siri. I have a female Siri. I have the same original Siri that it came with. Really? I don't change Siri. Oh, I have a guy. like a, That's fine. I have a guy and it has an accent. And like really? an English accent? Mm-hmm. Oh, good for you. English accents are really like sexy. Cool. I, think. I like yeah. it. Oh, really? Yeah. You don't think English accents, you know, uh, like an Eng- like a... Like, I don't know, give me like a British, like Kate Winslet or someone like that. You don't think like her voice is sexy? Yeah, it's all right. All right. I have a hard time watching TV shows that are all with a British accent. Right. Sometimes I can't understand. I mean, Game of Thrones is basically that. That's hard to understand if you don't have the uh, subtitles on. Because <laughs> you don't understand English? Well, it's hard. that ain't English. Right? That ain't the English that we speak here in the United States, Jack. <laughs> I mean, okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, Here's one for Cappy. All right, what do you got? Favor con favor se paga. Say that one more time. Favor con favor se paga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you know he's always hating. Yeah, yeah, favor with yeah. a favor. A favor for paid. a favor. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I heard so, that one. I got yeah. that one. I didn't get the simpada part, but. Yeah. Se paga, you pay. Se paga. Se paga. Yeah, se, se paga. Yeah. Como se dice en inglés? A favor with a favor, it pays. Right. Oh, it pays. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, so Cappy, you were all in on Russ. I mean, he was fine yesterday. He didn't have like a great game. He was fine. He was efficient, which is good for him. Played it's a not nice first half. But he played a good first half. He had a lot yeah. of energy. Second yeah. half, he sort of kind of got a little out of control, you know, driving to the basket and wild layup opportunities that didn't drop. But I mean, first half, he played a really nice game. Yeah. But you know, like he's, he's been fine in that role. To me, George. I'll tell you the best thing I saw to Russell Westbrook last night. Tell me the best thing you saw. Okay. When Matt Ryan drops the three. And then he goes and tries to chase him down or whatever yeah, after. Right. So so you saw it because the ball, 
came to Ryan. And right in front of not, Russ. So Russ is on the bench. Yeah. Right. If he's not there, Russ catches that ball. So when Ryan drops the three, which by the way, well, was by the way, they drew amazing. that up for him though to be in that corner. Like, didn't you see LeBron talk about it? Like, I did. Have you seen the video on like he talks about it? I've seen it all, and not yeah. only that, did you hear the story about how two days earlier in practice they had pretty much run the same play to him, and he dropped it in a scrimmage that they were playing? Did you hear about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So amazing that this kid. You got LeBron James and you got Anthony Davis and you got Russell. But he's Wesley. the best three-point shooter. Right. It's not you even got close. $150 million wrapped up into three guys, and the yeah. guy who was driving the DoorDash vehicle a year ago is the guy who's going to play hero for you. Yeah. But when he drops the three and Russ screams, jumps off the bench, tries to chase him down, to see Russ happy and part of a team victory and not sitting on the bench moping that he's not in the game, to me... There's a whole attitude change that's going on around this team, and I actually think these guys can get a little bit hot now. I'm, I, I said last week, you know, I, I don't want to give up yet. I want to see what happens. I want to see how it plays out. Very interesting, the dynamics and the things that are happening, and all of a sudden how that coincides with a couple of wins. And by the way, last night, let's face it, a little bit of luck involved, right? Mm-hmm. Missed two free throws. Yeah, but that's part of sports. Luck is hey, part of the game. Better no to be lucky than good. And and a beautiful pass by Austin Reeves. A great you know yeah. great play call. A gutsy play call by Darvin Ham. Yeah, I am stunned that they didn't sniff that out better. But like Ireland said, yeah, I'm not. I uh, I didn't think about it technically like you guys did. Yeah. Uh, but I just say this: Darvin Ham to have the guts to say I'm going with the last guy on my roster. Well, he's Rather the best shooter, LeBron. though. Like, it's not, there is, there, I mean, who were you, you, who else would you have drawn that play up for there? Well, I mean, I might have said Lonnie Walker's had a really no. big game tonight. No. I might have said, listen, we'll live and die with the I, I, I know that so Lonnie Walker, him. I know that Lonnie Walker hit five threes in that game, but he's not, you want, you have a very small amount of time, okay, in that scenario, clearly, right? So, you need the guy who's the most natural shooter because the most natural shooter can get it off his fingertips before the clock expires, basically. Like, that's what you need in that I understand scenario. what you're saying, but what I'm getting at is who this kid is, where he's come from, how he's gotten to the NBA. How I know you love the, the story. I get of course, it. Yeah. he's the last guy to make the roster, yeah. and he's a guy who a year ago... Was was driving around DoorDashes, delivering food to people's houses. This is right. an incredible story. It is. You have you have the best player of the generation, and you choose to give the ball to the fifteenth guy on the roster. Okay, but that happens more than you think. Cap is what I'm saying. Maybe not the DoorDash part, but the best shooter on the team is not always a guy who probably plays a lot. Let me tell you something, George. When I mean, maybe in today's over, NBA that's the case, but in historically that's not always been the case. When this season's over and the Lakers are raising the championship trophy, mm-hmm. and Matt Ryan is getting the MVP trophy, oh okay? There will be a movie, just mm-hmm. like Kurt Warner, yeah. stocking the grocery stores. Or, or do you think okay? it will be a movie like, like, uh, like Rudy that's fake? No, 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 not like Rudy, okay? I'm talking real movie. Oh. Like Kurt Warner, who's working the grocery stores, and he's stocking the shelves with coffee. This guy's delivering Chinese food, okay? And now all of a sudden he's the MVP of the NBA in the finals. And yeah, he hits the game-winning three. Yeah, he's not. that's not actually going to happen. Could. He's not going to be the MVP of the finals. Could happen. No, never. It's possible. Nope. Not one chance. Not even an iota of it. No, there is. Nope. 
No, no. <laughs> nah, nah, never. No, 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 no. You don't think so? I don't, but I will tell you this. There's a hot rumor about a potential retirement here in Southern California. You want to hear that it's all I'd about? I'd love to hear that. Oh, we'll get to that next. Oh, I love Caribbean Queen. Yeah, good song. It almost sounds like you say Caribbean. Right. Caribbean Queen. It's like, what is this song? Caribbean Queen. Such a good song. I remember this when I was a kid. Was Great video, like six too. Six or seven years old. Yeah, it puts me at about 13, 14. Stop doing that. Mm-mm. Own your age, Cappy. Oh, Laura, let me tell you something. I had to start owning my age this morning when I woke up, and my daughter is waking up and she's getting herself together. And she's turning 16 today. 16. Happy birthday, Happy Julia. Birthday. Right, Julia? Yep. That's my yep. fourth kid, my littlest one, my third daughter, my fourth kid. This is my little baby. I was just saying, oh, she's your little baby. 16 Bye, years man. old today, man. And now, guys, caution for everybody driving around right now. 11 days till this young woman gets a driver's license. 11 days and counting. Yeah. And We're 11 days mode. and you won't have to worry about taking her anywhere. George, it's a very emotional thing, my friend. When your little baby turns 16 years old. Yep. You know, like this morning, I was like whimpering. <laughs> you know, like whimpering because there. you don't have to drive anymore. Well, no, I was just like sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, she's 16. Then all of a sudden, this stupid song popped into my head. I don't know if it's really the song. It goes, she's just 16 years, years old. old. Right. Leave, Leave her, her alone, alone, they say. Yeah. Who sings that song? I don't know. But I want you to know... If I could fly, I'd lift you up. Anybody know who sings that song? Benny Mardones. Benny Madones. Mardones. There we go. Mardones. Really? <laughs> Mardones. Yeah. I don't know that song popped Into the I'm night. Like, I'm sitting there whimpering. Like, I can't believe it. My He's as 80s as it comes. That yeah. Benny Mardones. She's just you look at his pictures. years old. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I'm feeling my age. I'm owning it, Laura. I'm owning it. Yeah. Benny Good passed away not that long ago. I don't believe I recall correctly. Oh, R.I.P. Benny. Yeah. Shout out. So, um, Who's retiring? So, do you want to do that or do you want to do the breaking news that Woj just tweeted? Oh, break it. So Kyrie's going to be suspended. Um, no less than five games. The statement reads as follows. I'll just read it. Over the last several days, we've made repeated attempts to work with Kyrie Irving to help him understand the harm and danger of his words and actions, which began with him publicizing a film containing deeply disturbing anti-Semitic hate. We believe that taking the path of education in this challenging situation would be the right one and thought that we would have made progress with our joint commitment to eradicating hate and intolerance. We were dismayed today when given the opportunity in a media session that Kyrie refused to unequivocally say he has no anti-Semitic beliefs nor acknowledge the specific hateful material in the film. This was not the first time he had the opportunity but failed to clarify. Such failure to to disavow anti-Semitism when given a clear opportunity to so deeply uh, is so deeply disturbing. Uh, Is against... Let me read that again. Such failure to disavow anti-Semitism when given a clear opportunity to do so is deeply disturbing and is against the values of our organization and constitutes conduct detrimental to the team. Accordingly, we are of the view that he current he is currently unfit to be associated with the Brooklyn Nets. We have decided that Kyrie will serve a suspension without pay until he satisfies a series of objective remedial measures that address the harmful impact of his conduct and the suspension period served is no less than five games. So whatever, um, whatever, whatever, whatever. Why, why, whatever. I'm just kidding. Dude, first of all, look, when Kyrie did what he did 
and everybody inside the Brooklyn Nets organization had to start answering for him yet again because he's a team killer, a coach killer, a locker room cancer, a terrible teammate. And by the way, I'm not saying anything today that I wouldn't have said a week ago or a year ago. So they knew what he did, and they didn't do anything. The league didn't do anything, and the team didn't do anything. Okay, well, let me, ask you, let me ask you a question. Let yeah, me just ahead. stop you there for a second. Ahead, let me just ahead. ask you a question. I'm going to play devil's advocate here, okay? All right, go ahead. Um, you're, you have stated on this show many a times that you don't love cancel culture, right, and things of that nature, correct? True, true, Okay. True. So shouldn't the idea of being anti-cancel anti culture being like education, right? Like sitting down with someone and explaining to them, hey, Kyrie, uh, or in this case, right? Hey, Kyrie, would you, this is kind of like wrong for X, Y, and Z reasons. And you give that person multiple opportunities to try to understand what everyone is understanding um, that he, for whatever reason, is not equating. Um, and you, you, you exhaust those opportunities. And at some point you reach a conclusion. I actually think the way they've handled it, um, while I probably would have acted a little sooner, that's just me personally, but I do feel like you need to try to give people a chance to redeem themselves. So you think that when he in donated $500,000, do you think that was like redeeming? No, I don't. That's my point, is that he, he did need to come out and publicly apologize. Right. So he, you know why he doesn't want to apologize, though, George? Why is that? Because he doesn't feel like he has anything to apologize for. Um, well, I, I don't believe that. I think you're putting well, words in his mouth. Well, no, but I, I watched his press conference today. Right. He, he believes that what he put out there... He is parsing, like from what I saw, it it comes across like he is parsing information, like saying, well, I, I believe in one little slither of the film, but not the overarching feeling of the film. And it's kind of like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if we can do that. Um, I don't believe we can have a nuanced conversation about a film like that. I, I personally don't believe that that's well, I haven't seen the film. Uh, I have not, but just based on the content of what I've read that it includes, I don't believe you could probably have a fairly nuanced conversation about it because, you know, there are certain things that are just kind of an open and shut case in these. Yeah, scenarios. well, in this, in, in this instance, he's been such a pain in everybody's ass, though. Like, it's this isn't new. This isn't well, no, like no, no, a no. first I, defense. I, I, I agree. Listen, you and I are in agreement in that regard. But if we're just I, I don't I don't know if I want to. Um, and maybe I'm being almost too platonic about it, right? Like, or utopic about it as rather, um, I, I don't want to conflate the issues, right? I don't want to ha stack these issues on top of each other. I'm trying to deal with this one issue on its own at the moment. But what is the um, issue that, that you're talking about? Because to me, the issue of his posting a uh, film on his Twitter um, that has created this scenario that right. we're, and, that we're and so with. the Nets, the Nets suspend him today. You know why, George? Because they didn't do anything when it first happened. But today they got kind of lucky that when they put him in front of the media under the expectation that he would say the right thing and that it would cool down everybody. Instead, he didn't. Right. I mean, instead right, of but saying, it's just what, but it's just what I said a moment ago, where I said if you don't want to do the if. I feel like, again, you you are very anti-cancel culture. And I get it. I don't love it either. I don't think anyone really does. No, but um, I, I will say this. Like the but other if day, you're gonna, like, but if that's the position you're going to take, then you should you have to be consistent and be like, well, okay, I, then we need to help. We need to explain to people why they're what they're doing is wrong. Okay, right? so let me ask you this. You ready? Does yeah. does Kanye West should I should I waste my time trying to sit down with Kanye West, or is it okay that he's been canceled? 
Well, Kanye, I, first of all, Kanye West also has a series of things uh, that he has said uh, about black people, too, that I felt like right then and there was was damning enough for me. Um, and then he has now just added that added this most recent anti-Semitic um, language. And right. So I don't want to I don't want to sit here and like say, hey, I'm anti-cancel culture, so I'm pro keeping Kanye West relevant. No, but I'm I not. I didn't say that either. Well, what I'm saying about what I'm saying about Kyrie is this. But what I'm saying is there is a more of a history of Kanye West saying outlandish things about minorities of all kinds. Um, whereas with Kyrie, I don't feel like maybe I'm missing something, but I don't feel like we have that. So I think that's why the approach was, hey, Kyrie, we just want to educate you on why it is that this is offensive. Um, and he's just being this is how it feels like from the outside looking in because i'm not there and i don't know and honestly i haven't made a phone call about it because um it's not really you know it's not something i'm i'm covering like I, on a daily I'm, basis dude i'm so, with you i turned my i turned myself off to this story so I, a but long what time I, ago but but what i would say to you is that he's coming across either at at the very least naive which and which no, i don't buy anymore no, which i don't buy anymore he knows at least what he in, did but now more more so comes across stubborn is what no, I would say. It comes off as arrogant. Like uh, this is what I I want to say. This is what I want to do. Don't dehumanize me. Oh, don't dehumanize me. Well, you know you're promoting an anti-Semitic film. How am I promoting it? Don't dehumanize me. Right. He's always got to be so much smarter than everybody. He's so smug. But here's the ultimate end all be all. And, and wait, he's real, bad real for bad. He's bad for his team. Sure. I mean, I, I, we could have made that case before any of this, but the. Um, so there's a tweet in the Circle of Trust that says, um, the Players Union will get his money back. They will say freedom of speech. Actually, the Players Union um, ha had a, like two days ago, I want to say, put out a statement about Kyrie kind of con and condemning what he said. So that actually isn't accurate. Just you know why? You know why the, the Nets record. are doing? You know why the Nets are doing this though today? Yeah. Because and by the way, for John Ireland, who I heard driving in saying that the players haven't said anything, I mean the Players Union did. I mean that. That speaks for the players. I mean, listen, this is an organization in Brooklyn, freaking New York, uh, like home base of Judaism in America. This is the neighborhood team, and you've got a guy who's already been such a monster pain in the ass to the organization, now insulting the neighborhood? Really? They're lucky he said what he said or didn't say what he didn't say today, that it made it easy for them to suspend him when most people would be like, yo, you're like a week too late. But he saved them today. I'm telling you, man, he's just a bad dude. I would never want this guy on my team, no matter how good of a player he is. He's not worth the trouble, is he? Uh, I would again. I would have probably said that beforehand. You know what I mean? Like I, I would have said that before any of this. Like you're, you know, you're, you're definitely taking a risk. You know. Now, I, I think as time goes by and new information comes out, I think that that pendulum starts to swing. Um, in different directions as more things mount up. So to get to your, if we're going to have the conversation about him and his career arc at the moment, if that, you know, if that's the conversation you want to have, then yeah, I do think that pendulum is starting to weigh down on one particular side and it's not helping his, certainly his ability to maintain the ability to play in the National Basketball Association. Dude, I think that Ru Russell Westbrook so, has changed his become, perception in two games. You become so radioactive that teams are just. I mean, look. By the way, before any of this, to to that point, when he wanted out, right, and he had a list of teams, none of those teams on his list made an overture to acquire him, except the Lakers.
He's a terrible, terrible person to have in your organization. He, you may think, I can fix this. He's a great player. I can deal with this. He will kill your whole organization. Uh, we got to go. We have 15 seconds before Laura's going to get into real trouble. So we could continue this conversation a little later. And also, I will tell you about a retirement that uh, at least one report is lo- says it could be looming in the not-so-distant future here in Southern California. Next.